Hello and welcome to the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Every other week, we'll give you our perspective on the latest news in the industry, bring you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, pitching investors, and setting a fair valuation. Now, why would we take on such a challenge? Well, since we launched our cannabis-focused business accelerator and venture fund in 2013, we've made over 110 investments into 90 companies in the legal cannabis industry. We want to share our experiences and learning with you. So join us every week as we take a deeper look into the legal cannabis industry and uncover the nuances and subtlety of starting up and investing in cannabis. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast. I'm Silly Daly, and this is another bonus episode where we are interviewing the entrepreneurs that are currently uh, going through the Canopy Boulder program. So today, I'm excited. I have Tim Royball with us from Dispense. He's the CEO and founder of Dispense. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So really quick before we jump into it, what is Dispense? So Dispense is a software platform that helps the marijuana industry communicate with law enforcement and regulatory agencies. Okay, that is a big statement. So what does that look like uh, in terms of practice? So it is a difficult task, Okay, as you can, as you can imagine. So <laughs> we decided to enter into the industry taking a different approach than most other cannabis businesses or startups. Mm-hmm. We saw a specific need that the industry was missing, and we felt that our backgrounds and things that we've you know, done in the past have been kind of key to us being successful in this type of... Sure. And what was the thing that the industry was missing? It was missing a, a real-time communication method uh, to verify legal transportation of, of marijuana and cannabis products. Okay, so... And this is a big one, right? Like, I feel like distribution um, and the sort of movement of product and money is an area that often goes sort of unthought about um, for whatever reason. Like, it's not something I think about a lot, and I feel like there's a lot of people that I interact with who don't think about it a lot. But what is, what does that look like? I mean, what's happening right now in terms of what does that process look like? Right. Well, to answer your question, we as consumers have been trained by every other industry, you know, big box retailers, the liquor industry, on how product is, you know, distributed, sold to consumers. And we just never really thought twice about it. Well, enter cannabis, you know, the newest industry in 100 years. Mm -hmm. And we are now at a point where we're starting to kind of figure this out on our own, what other industries had years to develop and go through. Right. Um, so currently, you know, the industry's been kind of on their own to figure out distribution and it's a difficult thing because distribution isn't easy mm -hmm. it's it's expensive it takes a lot of time and effort to make sure that it's efficiently ran or and or it's working uh, and then that's just added on to the top of the pile of list of things like a, a grower you mm -hmm. know that's he his main focus is growing product and right you know pushing product out the door one of the things that he shouldn't be 
you know, concerned with is actually, you know, hey, is this product I'm selling, you know, getting sold to a legitimate license and is it getting moved? Is it actually getting is to it that getting person? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's a it's a difficult thing and and where we fit in and where we help the industry kind of pick up the slack and, and give them a little bit of that peace of mind is having them uh, feel that we are providing them a service that's needed and it's helping yeah. them on their day to day activities. Because for a long time, and this is something I think that's always a little shocking to people who maybe aren't as familiar with the industry or haven't been around in the industry that long or come from more traditional industries. And actually, this is a funny story. Tim and I were talking, I think early in the program, we were all talking about what does delivery in cannabis look like? And Tim was explaining, you know, like a guy grabs, takes a, a black trash bag of product and puts it in the back of his Honda Civic and like drives it across town. Like that's what cannabis distribution looks like. And um, some of the other people around the office who don't have as much of a background in the industry or who um, maybe come from more traditional industries were like actually shocked by that information. Like he, he couldn't actually like wrap his mind around it. Um, and so I think it's important to think about the fact that this this is a highly regulated product. It's a product. Um, it's cash. Right. So we're not only talking about product. We're also talking about the cash that's involved. Um, and so we can be talking about what tens of thousands of dollars that are basically just going in the back of some dude's Honda Civic. Yeah. And like, cross your fingers, hope it gets there. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And that was, you know, we, we were blown away. And we, when we decided to enter the, the industry, we, we dove right into it. We wanted to see how, you know, everything worked. And we were shocked to see how product was moved. You know, being that everything is, like you mentioned, heavily regulated and it's heavily tracked. And then, you know, we were looking into all of the nuances and everything that this industry had in place. And we're like, wait a second, what's happening when product leaves the door? Like the lights just go out and they hope for the best. Yeah, like, it's like a dark period. Yeah. And, and we saw there was a lot of activity in the industry, you know, where people were losing money and they were losing product. So talk a little bit about that. What do you mean by people were losing product? Well, money? so being that, you know, they, you, some companies had to rely on third-party uh, licensed transporters or distributors to move product and pick it up. They're basically, you know, trusting them with, you know, a couple, twenty, thirty thousand dollars mm -hmm. worth of operating expenses. Mm -hmm. and, and as a small business, that's crucial. Yeah. That, that will shut you down if it's lost. Yeah. And having to rely on these third parties, you know, you, you want to make sure you're working with a company that's compliant and has a good accountability. And not only that, but they got to represent your brand. They are the face of your brand when you're not there. So mm -hmm. you want to make sure that these delivery drivers or whoever's picking your product up is, you know, trustworthy and they can represent your brand. And having, you know, kind of shady activity or, you mm -hmm. know, gray market activity yeah. is what the industry calls it. Yeah. You know, people driving around in Honda Civics with, you know, $20,000 could, you know, it's life-changing money to some people. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the eyes of some of these people that have lost money, it's hard to put that trust or entrust somebody, you know, with that, with that expense or with that. Sure. So to be clear, dispense is not a transporter. Correct. So, so you are a... We are a software okay. program for cannabis distribution. So we provide our software programs to every licensee that's out there throughout the whole nation. So whether they're a grower, they're an um, edible producer, or a disp retail dispensary, or even a distributor, 
and transport. They okay. all have access to the tracking software that we provide and the communication methods that we um, link up to with law enforcement agencies. So, yeah, you mentioned law enforcement agencies. Uh, this is obviously relevant, right? Um, I can't even imagine how much of a headache uh, cannabis distribution must be for law enforcement because especially in this world where it's just like some guy right with with a bunch of product in the back of his car um how does this uh, is that a concern i mean right now how does law enforcement handle if they pull somebody over and that person's like here's my manifest i mean how does a law enforcement agent know that that person's going where they're supposed to be going i mean how does that process work they don't they that's, don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's why. That's why uh, the solution that we have presented is, is so viable, mm -hmm. and they're jumping on all, all over it. Yeah. You know, we've been able to engage with over six hundred law enforcement agencies all across the country, and they all give us the same feedback: like, we need this. Yeah. How do we get this in our hands? And one of the things is we have to be very tactful and really calculated on how we launch this because we're bridging the gap between an industry that ten years ago would put you in federal prison if you got pulled mm -hmm. over with 25 pounds of marijuana in your car. Now, when the officer pulls you over and you have 25 pounds of marijuana in the car, you are now have a badge and you have a, a paper manifest that says, hey, I'm legit, I'm good, like here's my things. Well, that officer still doesn't have any recourse or any way to verify that information. Mm. And he's just kind of going off the, off the driver's word. Um, so it kind of puts them in a compromising situation, mm -hmm. which is, kind of bad for everybody you know you never want to be put in a situation where uh, there's there's no transparency yeah um, because it's bad for the driver it can hold them up you know it could you know they could catch an officer at on a, on a on a tough call where he's just like you know what I'm just gonna confiscate this product and I'm gonna take it and put it in our facility and yep. if you guys can prove to me that it's it's legit then you can take it and then it also and that's a whole headache that's a whole nobody headache. wants to handle that yeah you know yeah. you don't know what you know how can you even resell that product after it's been in an environment that you know nothing about yeah you know so it's it's tough it's a tough thing and we wanted to always make sure that we were always helping the industry evolve and grow we yeah. never wanted to you know provide a solution in the industry that was only catered to you know retailers or catered to growers mm -hmm. we looked at and we assessed what the industry needed and really what we wanted to do was we wanted to be the bridge we wanted to link everybody together so there was a, a full cycle of communication where yeah. law enforcement felt comfortable with marijuana out on the roads you know uh, licensees felt comfortable with their drivers out on the roads and there was always you know a, an eye in the sky and, and a software solution that give that information to everybody and update them in real time. That was really cool. So switching gears a little bit here, you're serving so many groups of people. Um, that's a lot of customers, right? There's a lot of groups of people to sort of educate on the process, sell, sell the product to. So where do you think your, I mean, where do you guys focus a lot of your energy? Like who's your main customer? Well, our main customer is, is will always be the industry itself. You okay. Know, we, we built this for, for them. But when you say the industry yourself, are you talking about like cultivators, dispensaries, yeah. every distributors? Licensed, every licensed business. Every licensed business. what we business. consider the okay. industry. So, you know, there are over 30,000 licensed businesses in the nation right now. Mm -hmm. And that keeps growing monthly. Right. You know, as regulations kind of loosen up, more states come on. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So what we wanted to do was make sure that we, you know, provided an agile software platform that can cater to each individual state's 
you know, rules and regulations because none of them are the same. You know, they are, yeah. they're taking what we in Colorado did as like their, their jumping off point and they're adding to it, which is great. It's great for the industry. It's great for, you know, the nation because it's showing that the, mm-hmm. the industry is evolving and we're going to get to that point where, you know, federal legalization is going to happen and, and it's going to come on the backs of the hard worker, the hardworking industry business owners that have been, you know, putting in the, the long hours and the right. long nights. So. Interesting. So, uh, what? But, but that's a large undertaking, right? I mean, that's those are so many different groups you have to communicate with and they all have different needs and motivations and uh, sort of what what part of that app adds value to them, right? So how do you guys handle that? I mean, how is just like from a business perspective, how do you handle messaging and communicating with so many different groups? How does that work? We, we really primarily work mostly with boots on the ground. So we're okay. working with the drivers who are in these back rooms um, of dispensaries or in grows and we're, we're actually listening to them. Mm. What we did, what we didn't want to do was launch a system out there that said that, hey, you guys now have to conform to us. We actually reversed it and flipped the script. Mm-hmm. We said, went to the industry and all these growers and you know retailers and said, tell us what you need and we'll build it in your image and we'll try it out. And if yeah. it doesn't work, we can change it. Yeah. And they adopted it well. You yeah. know, being, uh, you know, we did get some blowback in the beginning, like, hey, you guys work with law enforcement? I don't, you know, what does that mean? Are you guys gonna give, give them all our information? Or are they gonna have a, an app that just has a bunch of, you know, marijuana delivery vehicles? You know where they can just pick right. them off. I'm like no, you know, bas- you know, w- and it took us a, a quite a while to help start to educate them and let them know like this is a benefit for you. Yeah. And it's not only just a benefit you for you, but it's for you know the state agencies that you know are cracking down on fines, and it'll save you money and it'll save you time in the long run. Yeah, so, and you know one of the concepts in this industry that's always been really interesting to me is this idea of like compliance as a competitive advantage, right? Because Every month, honestly, I was going to say here, but honestly, it's every month. Every month, it seems like the industry gets a little bit more grown up, a little bit more um, sort of traditional business, right? Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I don't know. I think people have their opinions. Um, But the reality is you have large players coming into this space. And what is going to happen, what we're already seeing happen is, is companies get sort of gobbled up, right? And and when a company is looking to acquire or maybe partner with the organization, they're looking at things like, are you compliant? Can you guarantee that you're compliant? And it's always interesting to me whenever we get any kind of company through Canopy Boulder that's focused on sort of upping that compliance game because it really adds not only the benefit of like, oh yeah, your product doesn't get seized and oh yeah, you don't have sketchy people driving around representing your company, but also, this also makes you more potentially a better target as the industry grows and sort of changes and evolves um, for acquisition because you can say, hey, we already have this thing in place that we know works. We know where our product is going. We know where our money is at all times. And I think that sort of is a, is a competitive advantage, right? Absolutely, yeah. And one of the things why we had always kind of figured we were one of the, the only f- the first to market in providing this solution to the industry is you know, we looked at all the seed to sale tracking systems that were already out there that consumer, I mean, excuse me, not consumers, but the licensees are already paying for right. and, you know, are forced to do like, like metric. You yeah. know, everybody's familiar with the metric seed to sale tracking yeah. software system. Well, that there are some issues with that, but keep in mind, they're in a new industry just like the rest of yeah. us. So mm-hmm. it's ever continuously evolving and 
the way that we as an industry are going to grow is is we help pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. You know, if we see something falling behind or lacking, instead of just conforming and then you know kind of just going with the with the guardrails in front of us, yeah, we all as business owners and entrepreneurs in this industry need to help. You know, turn back around and help somebody else out with us and say, hey, look. Here's where we're lacking. Here's how we can fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's get to the next milestone. And let's see where we go from there. And, and that's one of the keys that I think that, uh, that, you know, us as Dispense and our team, we bring and we provide the industries. You know, we have a good solid core of co-founders that know how to navigate, you know, the complexities of, you know, legislation, of distribution, mm-hmm. you know, of, of tech, of the tech world. And then now being a part of Canopy, we're able to start to learn that lingo mm. of investor talk or VC <laughs> right. talk, which is a Power whole, up. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different lang- language that I had it no is. idea I'd be speaking. <laughs> it is. I feel like we talk a lot about like messaging around here and it's like the difference between your cons- customer messaging and your investor messaging. They're not the same thing. Um, so that's, that's interesting to say that. So you bring up team. Um, what is your background? Like, how did you get here? Where did Dispense come from? So I actually started, I had another startup company um, that was pretty successful. Uh, what we did is we uh, provided on-demand final mile delivery to consumers' homes from big box retailers. So quick overview is if you were to buy a treadmill from Dick Sporting Goods, you would download an app that I created and you would be able to directly connect with an independent licensed contractor who would drive to that store, pick up your treadmill, take it to your house, set it up for you, show you how to use it, and then hook up all, you know, Wi-Fi connections, anything that needed to be done, and then also communicate all your warranty information directly with the manufacturer. So you'd, all you had to do was just use it. Yeah. And we were, I was successful at it. And we operate in 15 states. We have some pretty big clients, Costco, Sam's, mm-hmm. Amazon. Uh, yeah. And what what I noticed was big box, you know, this, this industry of retail had always had headaches of distribution. You know, a lot of chains have distribution centers where they just send product to and then it's dispersed out from there. Mm-hmm. And being that I'm born and raised in Colorado, I've got to see, you know, marijuana from the ground up. And I watched and I was just very mindful of what was happening in the industry and kind of what, what I did. And I seen where we would be able to fit with the technology that we already had in place and how we can kind of adapt and, and put it into the, the cannabis industry mm-hmm. and see if it would work. And before I even you know jumped ship of a successful company that <laughs> was doing good stuff, uh, I wanted to make sure that we had something that was viable. Yeah. And, and not only was it viable, but it was it was non-existent. Yeah. And it was kind of nice to be in a, in a brand new industry um, and help kind of set the pillars up. And, and that's cool to me. I, and I like that. And I think that's where the entrepreneur side of me yeah. comes in and says, you know, hey, you're not only are you building a, a company, but you're also helping shape an industry. Right. And, and I love that. Yeah. I mean, I that's what I love about this industry. That's what I love with working about with startups in this industry is that it's all innovation. It's like all new, yeah. all brand new, all new ideas, which is exciting. Um, would you mention though, so Tim's been working on Dispense for a while. We've known Tim, Canopy Boulder's known Tim. He's been to our Jumpstart conferences and stuff like that, which uh, shameless plug, we're doing another one of those at the end of July, so go find the link. <laughs> um, 
but he's been to our events. Patrick's known you for a long time. Um, we've sort of watched Dispense sort of grow up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I always tell people is we are we like to know people before we bring them into the program, right? So um, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs, and they're like, well, could I be, you know, it's like, well, let's get to know each other. You know what I mean? Like, send me your stuff. Like, let's have coffee. Like, let's talk, right? I want to know who people are. Um, but it's been exciting to watch Dispense. I mean, at what point did you feel like, okay, I'm ready to do Canopy Board? I mean, obviously you knew what we were doing for a while. Why now? Well, really what got us to, to, to apply for the cohort was we started to get into a, a, a new tier of business that uh, I wasn't really familiar with. Mm. And being, you know, an entrepreneur and, you know, kind of a, a businessman myself and I, I know where my deficiencies are and I want always want to try to find a way like how how I can have somebody help me get to that next level and where we were at is we started to talk to investors and I didn't speak that language mm. and it was new to me and yeah. you know if being able to write code and you know develop apps and do that stuff is it is well and good but if you can't execute delivering your pitch to an investor in the right way or be able to provide you know documents you know due diligence you know paperwork to them the right way they really don't under understand what you're doing because they're not looking in the out of the lens that you're seeing sure. so canopy has been very very vital to to me and you mentioned you know we've had a history of you know kind <laughs> of watching each other i i actually for the last four years have watched cohorts come in and i've watched you know very closely on on the growth mm -hmm. and that's been the driving force is i've got to see other cohorts come in here and watch them refine their pitches uh, you know and really have a lot of confidence in what they were doing as a business owner mm -hmm. and be able to network with you know, not only just investors, but community members, uh, mentors, things like that. And that's what really drove me to, to, to join or, you know, or to apply. Cool, cool. Well, we're glad you're here. Um, so we're gonna wrap up, but I like to ask everybody as we wrap up, like what's next for Dispense? What does the next like six months, year look like? Uh, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. And one of the cool things is what we're doing is we are one of the first marijuana companies to sponsor law enforcement events all across the country. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not only are we help educating the, the marijuana industry itself, um, but we're also educating law enforcement officials because, you know, for the longest time, they've only been trained on ways to deal with illegal activities of marijuana. And no one has kind of taken the time to set aside for them and say, hey, let us show you and educate you and help you guys understand all the nuances of the legal market mm -hmm. and they've adopted it well and th they're willing to learn they're awesome. they're eager so yeah that's yeah. gonna be coming down the line um, in October we'll be uh, sponsoring a, an event out in Minnesota and we'll be actually teaching a, a seminar on that training cool. um, and then our few Oh yeah, so t Tim and Dispense got chosen to pitch on the Arcview stage. So that's really exciting. That's happening in like a couple weeks. Yep, July um, 18th. Yeah, July 18th. Um, so that's awesome. Fingers crossed. We hope that goes really well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for you guys. Um, that's cool. Okay, so if people want to find out more about Dispense, what can where can they go? 
Uh, well, our app's available in the uh, Android and Apple markets, and then right. you can go to www.dispense.com and uh, check out the website and connect with us there. And cool. um, there they can you know, schedule some live demos, so if they're a dispensary or a grower or a manufacturer mm -hmm. that's wanting to you know, get some in more information, they're more than welcome to jump on our website yeah. and sign up. And it's dispense with a Y. Correct. D-Y. D-Y, yep. Yeah. Um, I will also link it to the, in the bio of the description of this episode, so um, you can find it there. But, Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners for joining us and bumping in here for a minute. Um, rate, review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us what content we can give you. We want to give it to you. Um, so thanks so much, and see you next time. Now for the disclaimers. Uh, please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.